Thank you for tuning in to Shift the Plan podcast, where it is never too late to change the game. I'm your host, Rhonda Evans, and here we'll be listening to stories of the everyday woman. How life just, you know, brings you a little bit of obstacles, but what matters is what you do within the shift. Okay. Thank you so much for joining the Shift the Plan this evening. We're going to be talking about, I guess, cleansing from the inside to the outside, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. So welcome to the show today, Miss Kia Mays. Am I saying your last name correctly? Maz. Yeah. Maz. Okay. Look, I will butcher your name. Please forgive me. <laughs> you are not alone. so you are what you call um is this a self-dub name or is this just what you have evolved into the holistic um organizer well I hate the moniker professional organizer Mm -hmm. like you don't say I'm a professional mechanic that is true that is true You don't Mm -hmm. say I'm a professional babysitter. Like, you don't say any of those things. Mm -hmm. So when people say professional organizer, like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. But not only that, because I've indoctrinated all the holistic techniques that I use, it just makes sense. I I was like, okay, professional holistic? (laughs) No. (laughs) Like, I can't. So, no, I I just started using holistic organizer. Well, I, what I love about your program is that it's so different than someone coming in and just telling you, okay, throw this away, put this up, this goes here. No, you take the time to like really work with someone because a lot of times the reason our house is in disarray is because probably we are in disarray internally in some kind of way. And you take that approach to not only help someone kind of get their home organized, but like how to deal with what's going on internally with them. So it won't get back to that next, that level again. Right. So exactly. Mm -hmm. And I love that about your program. I don't think I've ever seen any other type of program that's like that. So let's go back. Let's talk about before now, were you like one of those kids that was like always very, very neat and things like that? The OCD type of person. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm, I like things a certain way. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between messy and dirty. Mm-hmm. I can be messy, but I'm not dirty. Right. And there's a there's a big difference. I remember when I was younger, like my room would be tossed and that didn't bother me (laughs) but I couldn't have certain things in certain places or I would on my own without being prompted like clear out the whole closet and start over Mm, wow just like okay we're not gonna just put it back it would be the whole thing and start over so I remember doing that when I was younger um without having to be told but my mother would be like well what are you doing come clean this room (laughs) But I would destroy the closet. Weird stuff like that. Yes. Like, I'm going to destroy this closet because it's not right. However, it's going (laughs) to sit here for a minute because I can't figure it out. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's going to sit here for a minute. Okay. I get it. Yes. 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 (laughs) So as you grew um, older, did it change to where, when did you figure out, like, this is what... I want to help other people do, or were you just like most people who are entrepreneurs just doing it for the free for their friends? <laughs> so actually the very first organizing that I did um, was 10 years ago. Oh, wow. And the very first person was a hoarder and she was a family friend and um, she was a long time family friend. And Mm -hmm. she had, she still has depression. Mm -hmm. And people checked on her by how often she would contact them. Oh, wow. And they called it, oh, she's asleep, she's awake. 
Mm-hmm. She would let people know she was asleep or awake or alive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. It was, it's that deep. Mm-hmm. So when she was awake, she would call and speak and she would come to events and say hi and do what she needs to do. She lived a normal life. When she was asleep, the only thing she did was what she had to do, which was go to work and nothing else. Yeah. Um, but with me, she always answered the phone or texted back. And one day the people in my family and our network of friends were like, um, we're worried about her. I was mm-hmm. like, why? What do you mean? Like, like, I talked to her. her. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, I talked to her. She's fine. I spoke to her. They were like, really? You haven't heard from her in weeks. I'm like, we text every day. <laughs> like, what's going on? What are you like, guys talking about? <laughs> right. I didn't know. Because I even said to them, I was like, no, she's been awake for a while. See, that was our knowledge of her. That was how we knew her. So mm-hmm. to us, awake and asleep was a, was a normal thing. Right. Right? She's awake. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? And then they were like, no, Kia, go check on her. No one has heard from her. So I go to check on her, and she, like, she let me in, or she tried to let me in. Mm-hmm. What happened was I couldn't fit through the front door. Oh, wow. Because of the hoarding. So, um, mind you, I'm sick, but <laughs> right, you could have fit through a normal door, right? I can fit through a door, no matter what, always. <laughs> right, not an issue. Right, but not from the side. Mm-hmm. Right, I had too much of stuff coming behind. <laughs> I couldn't fit through the door. So what happened was. She had a mail slot in her mm-hmm. door. Mm-hmm. The mail was so hot that you couldn't push the door to get open. She could, and she's skinny. She's skinny, and um, she's very close to 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am not. But still, I've never had a problem fitting through doors before. Right. She had to get on her hands and knees to push everything out of the way. So the so mail had been that way for a minute. Very long time. Wow. Over over a year it was it was it was a very long time. The mail was over a foot high and she was in a very it was a very small vestibule. So you couldn't open the door. And when she let me in, the house was hoarded and I was like, we're not gonna do this. I was I just I couldn't allow that to continue mm-hmm. I was like babe this is no way to live let let me help you right and that was how that started with her and I didn't know but I I came to find out that she hadn't let anyone in her house for 28 years are you serious and wait a minute so her only interaction with people was outside of the home only like I, you know yes. me as this person but you will never come to my home yes wow which okay so i never officially introduced myself so and i'll tell you you know you'll, you'll hear it okay so <laughs> <laughs> i know we just got straight into it right right <laughs> i do my name is kia i'm the founder of zen home concierge i do holistic life and home organizing. I utilize essential oil, aromatherapy, calm coaching techniques, guided meditation to help my clients who have anxiety and or depression confront the disorganization in their lives. So, sometimes- Were you in that profession when you went to her home already? I was in law enforcement. Oh, wow, okay. My, the- the majority of my background is in law enforcement. Okay. Which is kind of good. I've always had, but it, it ties in because I've always had mentally ill, chemically addicted clients. So I've always worked mm-hmm. with a different set of clients. Exactly. And I've always been calm. I've always had... Um, a calm demeanor. I've always de-escalated arguments or fights or tension. I've always had that. And mm-hmm. I was in law enforcement when I held her. 
But when I told people, I was like, yeah, I went over there. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, she spoke to you through the door. I was like, no, she let me in. <laughs> went in the house. Right. They were like, are you serious? We, we, a few of them had never been in her house. Mm. So she was a family friend of ours and we all, you know, the whole church network. Right. Mm-hmm. Some of them had never been in her house. My mother oh, has wow. known her since I'm, I'm 40 now. She knew her before I was born. She was like, no, nah, we, we never, she was like, no, one had never been in there. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And with, with ease, cause it seems as though it wasn't a difficult thing. It was like, you showed up and she was like, I'm going to have to let her in. I can't just talk right. to her from the door. And she never said, okay, go away. She never, I'm gonna let you, like it, there was never a fight. There was never a struggle. And I've, and I've never really had a fight or a struggle with my hoarders ever. It's something that's in you that it seems like was a passion for our before you knew it was a passion. It's like your experience in law enforcement was simply preparing you to do this next journey. Yes. And I love homes. I've always had an affinity for homes and real estate. I love real estate. Mm -hmm. So I love the staged home. Yes. So beautiful. We should live like that every day. <laughs> right. Like, right? I go into, like, look at the open door homes all the time. I don't know why my husband and I, well, we do it because we want to get an idea of the type of home we want to buy. But it's like, oh, my God, this home is just so beautiful. So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> if I pass open houses. I, I pass open houses. I go in there for touches of, oh, the staging. And I'm all like, hey, this stager is awesome. Who is it? No one, I don't know the stager, but I'm like, <laughs> I like to know those things. And I'm all, and I love it. Like, uh, would you sell this unit furnished like this? Would you? <laughs> like, I want but I love that. that's in here. <laughs> yes, I do. I just believe that we are all highly affected by our surroundings. I know I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that walking into certain places, you are just put at ease. You know, yes. when you go to a friend's house and the first thing y'all do is you just happen to fall asleep or you go to one friend's house and you can't sit right because stuff is all over the place and you just, I can't. Why? why? Who lives like this? Like you just. <laughs> now, I will say that I, I, I am kind of, well, I grew up being where my mother had very strict rules about keeping her house clean and by a certain time and you know you can't go anywhere don't even plan anything until everything is done in this home and Mm -hmm. so as an adult it was like oh whatever I'm gonna chill out I'll get to it on Saturday type of (laughs) but now here recently I'm in a course and that's one of the activities she has us doing. She was like, I want you to get organized, just not in your business, but in your home life, because the environment is going to impact your productivity. It will. And it will increase your income. It will because your house kind of portrays, and you'll see that written someplace. um, Your house portrays your mind. Mm-hmm. If your house is chaotic, your mind is chaotic Ooh. because peace, calm, and productivity cannot last in chaos. It mm-hmm. just so, yes, there's a certain part of being in a mess, and you'll say, Oh, I know where everything is. You may know where everything is, but that doesn't mean you can be your utmost and highest performance. Yeah, exactly. You, you can't, mm-hmm. and you can realize that when you go certain places, you're like start thinking of other things you start doing other things mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everything your body itself doesn't chill out your body itself will not calm down because you are affected by what you see well, what you see and what you see affects how you feel mm-hmm. so if your home office isn't as peaceful and it has it doesn't have a system that it needs Yes. Right. Because organizing is not just about making things look pretty. It's not about cleaning. It is about 
organizing and putting a system in place so that mm -hmm. you are and everything around you is effective and efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just like if you learn about homes, there's a triangle in the bathroom, not the bathroom, I'm sorry, in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. The triangle is the stove, the refrigerator, and the sink. Mm -hmm. Those things have to, if you notice, those things are put in a triangle to make the efficiency much better. Right. And when those so. things aren't in a triangle, <laughs> it doesn't flow properly. Hits my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but you can feel the difference when some kitchens do not flow. Yeah. But that's the same thing behind um, making your bedroom, your bathroom, organizing, especially your office. Because yeah. that's how you that's how you eat. That's how you get your money in your home. Mm -hmm. That has and to be in sync. Right. Like it just doesn't doesn't work out well. Something's yeah. not going right. So it I know I'm highly effective. So when I'm in a place and I'm like, oh no. <sighs> oh, <laughs> oh why? Can we like this isn't right? <laughs> no, no. And you know what's so funny? I can see my clients. I have clients that I've gone up to in the street, and they're my clients. I know they're my clients. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'll start a conversation with them. Wow. And, we'll talk. and I, I have never not started. Okay, let me say this. How can I say this properly? <laughs> Every conversation I've ever started with someone who I knew was a client, I was mm -hmm. always right. Always right. Really? always I've never been wrong about that one lady I met her in I saw her I met her in public mm -hmm. and I just talked to her and I was like okay like how you doing how's everything going and she said whatever she said she just looked at me and she was like it's a little chaotic and I was like you just need to breathe and we talked about breathing and because I do guided meditation mm -hmm. and I told her to close her eyes for five seconds and to breathe deep and take five deep breaths. And when she finished breathing, she opened up, she opened up her eyes and hugged me. <laughs> That's in public. I know my clients. She became a coaching client. So she became a calm coaching client of mine. You did that, that on the live for me. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, we were on a live and that morning was so chaotic. And as soon as um I got in the car by myself, I flipped open Instagram like I often do and it said that you had a live and I tuned to it and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so peaceful and calming. I needed this." Uh -huh. <laughs> I needed this. So, after you worked with that um family friend of you of yours was there a point where you transitioned like how did that shift come from you to leave law enforcement to there well i left law enforcement a little while after that and my mother got sick and she lived in jersey i lived in i lived in jersey at that time okay she lived here in georgia okay she got sick and she was in the hospital for six months mm -hmm. so that's how i left law enforcement Okay. And remember that was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I did organizing on the side. And mind you, that wasn't my job. Like, I'm not coming to your house to organize nothing. She needed help. Like, don't yeah. crush your luck. Like, that's not. <laughs> that's what I went to go do, right? <laughs> she needed that. But mm -hmm. other people, and mind you, after I organized her home, she threw a party and had people in her house. That was a huge breakthrough. Like for 28 years to not have anyone there to having a party at your home. Yeah. Yes. Mind That's you, huge. she's still a hoarder. Really? And yeah, that that don't that it don't change like that. It's not Oh. No. Because I'm like, right. wait, I would think you know, there are steps and Right, there know. are steps. You have to remember she hadn't had anyone in her house in twenty eight years. So, and then also you have to remember that being awake and asleep is not a normal mental not, process. Yeah. So, yes, cleans our house and 
her family came over and she had that party, um, mind you, remember, she's a hoarder. Mm-hmm. So as much as even if that was my house or somebody else's house, they still went through a party. It was such a big difference for her. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if you notice on my feet, I don't have any before and after. Right. I don't, I don't do them. Because a hoarder's after mm-hmm. will still be worse than some irregular um, person's before. And I didn't mean a regular person, but someone who doesn't hoard. Exactly, yeah. Right. So their house may be in shambles, a regular a person who does not hoard. That may still be better than hoarders after. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah. still a process. They still have to go through it and break those habits. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, all throughout those 10 years, I would go into a friend's house and be like, oh, you know, I'll do this, I'll do this. But it was never anything I thought of making it my side hustle. Never. Never. <laughs> never thought of it. Until one day, my friend, who was a lawyer, she said to me how she just, she was thinking about suing someone she just hired to organize her closet. I was like, what in the world? What? <laughs> hey, did they do that bad of a job? She, or she was withholding the money or... Whatever it was, and I was like, girl, you know I do that, right? She was like, what? I was like, I organize. Like, I come there, just feed me. Like, <laughs> just feed me. I work for food. <laughs> you just cook me a meal. And she was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I do that. I don't have a problem doing that. Closets are my thing. Mm-hmm. Shoes? Yes, I'm there for it. And she told me this whole bad experience and how she found the young lady, like, on Thumbtack or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and as she's telling me something, like, no, that's not how you do that. No, that's not how you do that. No, that's not how that goes. And she was like, and we were just talking about um, both of our entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, why don't you do that? Why don't you open that, that up? Open that mm-hmm. job, that business up. And it, because she said that in two weeks, as a matter of fact, while we were all on the phone, she, she was like, here, I did this. Just go here, do this, do this, cost this, do this, do this. Oh, wow. So we went from, hey, I do that to two to three weeks later, here's the EIN number, here's the business, website, Instagram, because it made sense. And I was like, yeah, I deal with hoarders all the time. Like, this ain't, this ain't nothing new. Yeah, organizing that some people do Mm -hmm. it's just different and a lot of people there is a big difference because I do see some before and afters and I'm like all you do is put the shoes in order oh no baby but it looks cute I get you like I'm (laughs) I'm with you it's not the same thing it's definitely putting a process in order for that area to flow whatever needs to be done to be done more efficiently and more effectively. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about making it look pretty. I have people on my team who, yeah. here's the thing. If you tell me you want it to just be pretty, I give you what you want. I, I, have, a, I have a cleaning lady who's, cause I don't clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't clean mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's not what. <laughs> that's like, you made that very, let's make that clear. I do not come and clean your home. <laughs> Thank you for making that distinction. Right. Organizer will organize. I do not clean. (laughs) Right. You can get anyone to clean. Very clear. Because I think, I don't think people understand the difference. Mm -hmm. Right. And I let them know, like, if I, when we do the uh, consultation, you can do, we can do a video or pictures. If I think your home is too dirty to organize. Oh, wow. I will tell you, hey, I. So you break down the process for them. So when you do the consultations, you you find out exactly what they need so you can best serve them because it might not always be you. It might be someone that's on your team. Depending. So I have a regular organizing um, package and I have a hoarder's package, right? So I can't tell you the price until I see okay. what I'm working with. Some hoarders don't admit that they're hoarders. 
And even if you exactly. are a hoarder, there's different levels to hoarding. There are true psychological different levels to mm-hmm. hoarding. And depending on what you hoard, how you hoard, and how long, this is my business. I can choose to take you or not take you. And some hoarding I can do without needing mm-hmm. my cleaners. So um, actually, I did have one lady who all she needed was a cleaner. I shouldn't say that because that wasn't true. <laughs> she needed a cleaner before I could <laughs> get That there. was not true. It wasn't. Because when my cleaner went in, she was like, Kia, she really oh, needs you. Oh, okay. Um, but she was so happy with the cleaning services. The difference was so big for mm-hmm. her. She didn't care. And when she was like, Kia, I'm so happy with the cleaning lady. I'm so happy we'll have her come every two weeks. My cleaning lady was like, she didn't, she didn't come for you? I was like, no. I was like, I'm, I'm fine with that. I want you to be happy. Think about it. If you are a negative mm-hmm. 10 in whatever you're doing and someone throws five at you, you're a negative five. You're still doing good because you're better than negative 10. You don't know that you could be 100. Right. There is still progress. That progress is <laughs> progress. You are problem. happy with your negative five. I want you to be happy. All I know, it always. <laughs> you say, I will keep this negative five for right now. Right. Oh, and wow. some people, and they will, because no matter that what is awesome. to them, that is awesome. it was progress. I'm all for it. Yeah. I am all I for it. I think that's probably the most important piece is progress. Yes. Because some people, and I will tell you that, I've had to stop working with some people, and I don't have a problem with it. If, first of all, I always make sure that all of my hoarders, 100% of them, get into counseling. So, mm-hmm. consultations, mm-hmm. I can tell if you're a hoarder. You can tell. And there's certain levels, like, oh, mm-hmm. you, you have a collection that's different. People have collections, people take collections, that's different. You have a thousand books, so you have 10,000 books. What's the difference? There's a big difference. Now, also, if you feel that you're a hoarder, then you go ahead and get. The, the services and therapy that you need. I am not a licensed therapist. I can work with you and we can talk about moving forward and how to make your home more peaceful and more productive mm-hmm. for you and your lifestyle. But I can't help you overcome what created the trauma in your life, which is usually a trauma. Hoarding is usually is a different way to cope with a trauma in, in mm-hmm. your life. I can't help you go I yeah. help you with that. Um, I make sure all right. of my hoarders go into, I have a hundred percent, a hundred percent rate with that. I make sure all of my hoarders get into um, therapy, all of them. So, but I will, and I have stopped working with my client. If I come in and we've cleaned off your kitchen table and it took us three hours to clean off this kitchen table, which is not unheard of. That can happen very fast. But the next time I come in, which sometimes might be two weeks because I'll do maintenance, and we're still working on this kitchen table for another three hours, that means there's no progress made. You did. Mm -hmm. There's a problem. You undid everything I just did. And here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I just don't work by myself. My clients work with me. There's a, it's not just me and doing it. It is us working together and addressing, hey, why is this here? Why has this not found a home? Why do you feel the need to keep this? Why don't you want to throw it away? How, and then everyone gets homework. So it's not just me coming in and attacking your closet. It's really, what is the thought process? What is the feeling? What's going on? Talk to me. Let's figure this out. And a lot of times people, just like when you, I don't want to say when you're dealing with a child, you ask them why they did something mm-hmm. and they hear it and y'all both go like, really? You, do you hear yourself? Do you mm-hmm. hear yourself? Or you speak to your girlfriend and you're like, why are you still dealing with so-and-so? And they tell you something silly and you're like, did you, did you hear that? Did, did you, you hear how that sounded? <laughs> did you hear how that sounded? So I do say that. Did you, did you hear it? They're like, yes, yeah, I heard it. I'm like, are you sure? Do we? I just I'm like we have yeah, to understand it. <laughs> right. And sometimes you need that. 
I have clients where I have stood there and did nothing but stand there and they've cleaned their own closet out. Really? Yes. Because they just needed someone else to be their accountability partner mm-hmm. and to be like, Hey, are you going to keep that? What are you going to do with that? You don't need that. I do virtual organizing where I'm in the, I'm in the thing. Like what, what's that? What in the corner? <laughs> what is that? Don't hide. Put the camera over there. <laughs> What is that purple thing or the thing under the thing over the thing by the thing? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> like, get rid of that. You don't need it. Yes. <laughs> so there's virtual organizing, too. People, uh, well, yes, some people always just want something done for them. But I can't purge the stuff that is in your home without you being there. That is so, very yes. true. All right. How do I know what you want? Mm-hmm. How do I know what you don't want? So it is very hands-on for my clients. During the consultation process, I send you the agreement. The agreement, you're supposed to fill out. There's paperwork for you to fill out. Mm-hmm. It's also from the very beginning, you are hands-on. I want you to tell me the pain points in your house. How do you feel when you walk into this room? How do mm-hmm. you want to feel when you walk in this room? Mm-hmm. What do you get done in this room? And certain things with certain people, can you use this room for its intended purpose? Right. I think that we are going to probably need a whole part two to this because I think people need to hear like a full breakdown. <laughs> like, because it's, it's so, it, it goes hand in hand. Like, when you think about organizing, initially you're just thinking, oh, someone's going to come in and they're going to organize my home. No, it, it goes far deeper than that because you've just said a couple, hit a couple of different things. It's like, wait, I didn't even think about that aspect of it. I didn't think about that part of it. And asking those very specific questions to your clients, it makes a huge difference because I'm sure they didn't think about those things either. Right. That makes a huge, huge difference. Right. You can walk into a room and get a feeling. Mm -hmm. So why would you want any of those feelings to be negative in your own home? Exactly. Exactly. It's supposed to be your paradise. Like to me, your home is your personal paradise. It's your sanctuary. Yeah. But not, it's not storage space. (laughs) Right. It's not storage. I think a lot of us can, yeah, storage space. So, yes, I would agree. I would agree. (laughs) (laughs) I can agree. So where can we find you at if they want to book either a virtual, in-person, or even the parties you talked about? Yes, I absolutely love. I love the parties that I've I've come up with. So they're called Sip and Swap. Mm -hmm. And so here's the thing. I have clients in New York. New Jersey, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Okay. And just so you know, that list was organized <laughs> from north to south. Did you notice that? New York, New Jersey. I did. Did I say, did, did, did I say South went. Carolina and Georgia? I did, right? I did, yes. I thought you said Georgia then South Carolina. Well, either way. I did. Yes. Right. Okay. But I tried. So. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> what I do is We'll have one host. So say, say me and you are the connection, correct? Okay. You're the host. So I'll come into town on a Wednesday. On Wednesday, I will do your home, your closet. On Thursday, I'll do your friend's closet. On Friday, I'll do your other friend's closet. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, if I'm still alive and well and <laughs> we'll have a party. <laughs> We have a whole party. Yes. We have a whole party where you all bring your clothes that are gently worn that you would still purchase in the store if you saw them. Mm-hmm. And you would all do a sip and swap. So you have wine and cheese and dinner if you so choose. And you would all go through each other's stuff and swap the clothes out that whichever ones you want. Then what's left goes to donation. I or love to that. sell love or that. consignment because a lot of people sell their clothes, mm-hmm. which is a great thing because you can recycle. Right. So I absolutely I love, love that. that. I love that concept. I love that. So where can our listeners find you at to book you? Because I'm sure a lot of people can use your services. <laughs> yes, I am on Instagram at Zen Home. 
concierge, C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, same handle on Facebook, Zen Home Concierge. Uh, my telephone number is 833-ZEN-HOME. You can't forget that. You can't. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Now, normally what I do with my guests, we do this little portion at the end called Time Capsule, and I ask you a series of questions so that, you know, we can have something for people to go back to and learn from. So, first question. Are you ready? <laughs> of course. <laughs> what would you tell your younger self? Oh, God. Um, there's a part of me that would be like, don't worry about Sally Mae, but I, I like my degrees. So I don't know. Hold on. Let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't um, worry about Sally Mae. <laughs> yeah, don't. Like, look. Let's see. Don't stop being entrepreneurial. Mm. I was kind of entrepreneurial in high school, and I kind of stopped. Mm -hmm. And I needed to slow down a little bit in college. In college, I was just get in, get out. That's what it was. In college, I was very, here's my parking spot. Please, look, let's just teach me. I want to go home. And that was it. Yes. I remember one of my teachers said, don't be. She said, he, he said, even if you're a commuter student, stick around make friends. I was like, hey, nobody has, nobody has time for that. I got, <laughs> to do. I got a full-time job. This is half an hour from my house. Do you know what traffic is like around this time? No one has time. No, no, I don't have time for that. I would do that differently. I really would because networking changes everything. Your network is your net worth is the God's honest truth. Changes everything. Word of mouth is how I've gotten food in my mouth. Mm -hmm. I'm, not from, I'm not from Georgia. So doing one person's house led to another person's house. Having the courage and the boldness and the tenacity to go up people when I see them in public and say, hey, how's everything going? You look like you, you need to breathe. Being able to do that, I get clients like that. That's awesome. But there are times when I'm like, I don't want to go over there and I shoulda, woulda, coulda. I'll speak to someone, someone will speak to me and I won't hand them the card. And then I get in the car and I'm like, why you didn't hand them the card? Mm -hmm. So yes, it would be to network. Network, okay. network, network. I, I don't have, I have no friends from college. Really? I was a commuter. So you just was like, that's it. Just get teach my, me and get, I'm going home. Get my degree. Mm -hmm. That's oh, all I wanted. Yeah. I was here for a purpose. My purpose was this. Like once I'm targeted and focused, I'm, we good. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we good. But I mean, if I ever saw them, but it's nothing, it's not the same because I see some of my friends now who have sorrows from school and I'm like, I don't know nothing about that. Right. I have great relationships, mm -hmm. but it's not the same. So I definitely believe you have to network in all stages and aspects of your life. Business, yeah. personal, with your children and their children's friends, you have to network. You will, the biggest breakthroughs I've ever had is through networking. Hmm. Professional, business-wise, when I used to work for the state, um, corporate, everything. I've been in corporate, I've worked for the state, like, mm -hmm. I've worked for federal, Everything was networking. Everything, it's, yeah. everything boiled down to networking. That's important. I don't care if you're an introvert. You got to let that go. You got to let it go. You do. Like, you have yeah. just that one little piece for that moment of time. You got to let it go, and then you can go back. Right. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Um, question number two. What keeps you sane through this process? <laughs> so I'm really good at protecting myself. Um, dealing with 
clients who are by nature and can be codependent, or I should say dependent and needy, if you do not build a wall of boundaries and protection, you can get sucked into that very quick. Mm -hmm. Because especially if you want to help, you don't want them to feel bad. You can see it when you can see it in their eyes when you walk into the house. They don't want to let you in the house. Mm -hmm. So their Mm -hmm. eyes are tearing up. That's from the very beginning. So you can catch other people's feelings and their emotions and helping them turn that around physically and emotionally and mentally can be very tiring and it can be very weary. So I'm very good at now I am setting boundaries. So that was another reason I got into coaching because my clients after I would leave would still want to call me all the time and they would call me crying they would call me hurt they would call me in pain and I would speak to them for however long it took for them to get back to stasis Mm -hmm. and I totaled it up I would be on the phone for two hours at a time that's the help they needed so at one point, I was like, I don't have to call this coaching. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to call this something different and price it yes. something different. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not just saying coach. I am a certified coach. I mm-hmm. have been um, a certified life coach for longer than I've done. Oh, wow. It's longer than I ever started organizing. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, wow. Yes, it's been t- 2004. Wow, really? Look, I took it for something totally different. I was trying to get into management wherever I was. And having that on my resume, I knew would be helpful. Mm-hmm. And it had nothing to do with, with organizing. But when I got into organizing, I was like, yeah, we're going to have to turn these two-hour sessions. Two hours is into a long something time. It is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I wasn't all about... <laughs> yes. And so that's how I... Because I would be on the phone with my clients, like, breathe. Like, I need you to breathe, okay? Talk through what you see. Like, we, I do all of that with my clients, even, even now. And just, like, you see something small, like, hey, baby, just breathe. Psychologically, biophysically, if you breathe deep 15 times, you will change the chemicals that are being released in your body. Mm, that is true. That's weird. I've heard that one before. That's true. Um, question number three, what tools help you the most? Breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Like, because the internet, it helps. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Because here's the thing. I ask people, how do you sublimate your stress? How do you get rid of, how do you focus? How do you, how, what do you do? You hear a lot of things. Some people go fishing. Some people go swimming. Some people work out. Some people have sex. Look, all those things work. Whatever works. But if you are in an argument, can you go do those things? Mm, no. If you are in your car driving, can you go do those things? Mm-mm. If you're having an argument with your boyfriend, if you're in a meeting <laughs> with your boss and you're asking for a raise and you feel your anxiety twitching up, can you go do any of those things to calm down? Right. But you can breathe. Right. If you, because of your job, you have to do public speaking. I'm, I'm purposely saying things that will trigger anxiety. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you have to find something that you can do right now. And mm-hmm. the thing that we can all do right now is to breathe. It's one of the easiest things. Yeah. You don't need it any absolutely is. You don't need anything. You don't need any money to do it. You just need to actually think about it. And a lot of people don't breathe properly in general. Mm-hmm. They do not open their chest up. A lot of people are shallow breathers, mm-hmm. and they don't even know it. Oh, they don't no, know I don't it. think, yeah, I don't think that you would know unless someone pointed it out to you. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You take a few deep breaths and actually make your stomach go out and exit like you do all of that you'll realize there's a difference you're like wait wait oh oh wait we can move air past huge our, difference our breast <laughs> yes that's the big thing that's the big thing <laughs> huge difference huge difference what 
is the name of another shift maker that goes under the radar that people need to know about? Oh my God, there's so many. <laughs> That's always the response. I'm like, wait, it's so many people. It is. Okay, so I can, I can do more than one. <laughs> give, okay. give, me, give me three. If you have three, but. Yes, yes, yes. So on Instagram, I have Kamari Ellis, the finance rebel. Okay. I have limited edition, limited edition living. Okay. Her name is Andrea Morgan. And I have Maggie. Her name on Instagram is M. Crap. M print creations. M print creations. Not I N, but the M letter M. Yes. Okay. M print creations. Awesome. And I'll link their um, Instagram handles in the show notes so people can connect with them as well. Yes. Those are those are my people. Those are your people. Yeah. And the last question is, what are you most thankful for? I am thankful for being able to see opportunities. Mm, that's a good one. Because I know that no matter what happens, no matter what I lose, because I've lost it all, mm -hmm. that I can still take care of my family. Mm -hmm. No matter, yeah, being able to see opportunities in everything. I love that. I don't think I've ever had a question. I mean, an answer like that one before. I love that. Being able to see opportunities. That's, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I love it. And then someone else told me that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. Because I'm good for it. Give me a problem. Tell me what you do. Let's, let's work on it. Because if you notice, a lot of my lives are not about, biz are not about organizing. Mm -mm, they're not. They're <laughs> so many people with what you're sharing with us like you help so many people through your what you're sharing on your live so yeah but and i love people people are asking me now and this is going to be something new um one i'm coming out with some merchandise oh yes, yes. <laughs> so i'm working on a cbd line okay okay because a lot of my I clients have anxiety and depression and it helps CBD is the truth. And here's the thing. You do CBD over THC because mm -hmm. I still have clients, doctors, lawyers, mm -hmm. judges, wealthy, athletes. Yeah. Test negative when they talk about go get tested. Yeah. People want their job. But not only that, probationers, parolees, mm -hmm. they still deserve to get pain healing and the medicinal component of yeah the cbd you still need mm -hmm. that and to not have to take medication especially for anxiety yeah or depression you still need that so that is something in the works and i'm I have excited to, i have to yeah yeah i'm excited i love growth i love to see people in their passions and to see it kind of keep evolving to something greater and greater. So that, that's why I do this show. I, I love yes. to see that happen and then to share with other people, because look, if I could connect somebody to somebody else who was doing something and then they connect somebody else, like it's just a, a, a never ending circle. It's a never ending circle. And we're all, we're all growing. We all are eating. We all yes. are you know, so it, it's important to support one another. So I love helping people figure out a business idea. Like mm -hmm. you can, there's a business in anything and everything. It there is. is. And yeah. people have started to ask me, well, hey, I can start my own organizing business. Yes. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. I believe in the power and the miraculousness of abundance. Mm -hmm. I don't, even if my next door neighbor wanted to do organizing, I would teach him or her how to do it or how to start the business. Why? My clients are my clients. Your clients are your clients. Mm -hmm. We're it not fighting. Matter. We're not competing. Exactly. 
as exactly. bad as things are for some people, millionaires are made every day. Well, it's enough for every for everybody for it's all to go around. So yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. So I'll be teaching classes as well as how to become an organizer. I'm just, I'm capitalizing on everything. You ask me a question. I've had more than three, four, five people ask me, how can I start a business? I teach you. <laughs> <laughs> Finding those opportunities. There you go. Exactly. Finding those opportunities. <laughs> I greatly appreciate you coming on today i thank you for your flexibility <laughs> thank you for, oh my gosh <laughs> for it all and you guys make sure that you are subscribed so you do not miss this episode with miss kia look and i'm about to say it maze again but it's not that <laughs> look look let me explain that maz that's my name shortened so look oh. that's not even Yes, the full last name is longer, and it has an X and a Z and a Y and a C and a K in it. Like, girl, I just say Maz. Okay, with Maz, okay. The Zen Home Concierge, and look for more things to come from her, and, and always remember that it doesn't matter what your situation is, it matters with what you do within the shift. Have a good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to Shift the Plan Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you are subscribed and that you rate this episode as well as leave a review. Let me know what you think as well as any questions you may have for the guest that was on the episode today. Now, some exciting news. If you haven't already seen it on my uh, Shift the Plan Podcast or my personal page, The Rhonda Evans, we are now a whole tribe, y'all. I know it has evolved from just me having the idea to starting the podcast to now wanting to connect with more individuals who are shift makers, those who are making an impact in different areas in the community and education, mental health, and just what that foundation of building families are. Um, and so I'm excited to announce that we are now an organization called Shift Maker Charlotte. So you can head on over to our Instagram page at shift.makers.clt and take a look at what we have going on. And you can also go directly to the website at shifttheplan.com backslash join the tribe.